Welcome to Vulgar Tech Episode Five. Uh, it is uh, it is April twenty second. We're we're two days late on doing this, uh, but that's all right. These things happen. Uh, although I didn't, we never really set a schedule. Just sort of figured, mostly trying to get this thing out by Tuesday morning. Um, so, so a day and a half late by the time it comes out. Apologies if you've been bored at work all week because oh damn, where's that new Vulgar Tech? I was gonna. Waste several hours of the day listening to, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's the unfortunate thing when you listen to podcasts in, in the office is like when it's a weekly podcast, you're like, oh, and you're all excited, and then you blow through it on Monday or whatever, and then the whole rest of the day you're just you're just fucked. You're just like, god damn it, <laughs> I got a whole all, week before I had it. Jeez, I would when I worked in an office, man, I listened to fucking. You know, five, six podcasts a day, easy. Wow. Just, yeah, like every, I mean, you know, it was kind of nice because I could find a new podcast. And if they had like 100 back episodes, I was like, whew, good. I'll be set for a couple of weeks. I did, the, <laughs> you know? I've, I've only re- more recently, now that I am podcasting, I'm like, oh, I need to be up on this. And I have started listening to a lot more than I used to because I used to only really listen to interviews that I wanted to hear on like, what the fuck, or uh, I forget Pete Holmes. Uh, the name of you made it weird yeah you made it weird I I would only listen to people who I really wanted to hear interviewed on that now I'm actually listening what I love about it is its ability to pass time because it's not a song which only passes four minutes this is like okay I can listen to this and when it's done I've passed an hour and a half of my life yeah, I mean, for driving around, like on a commute, it's nice. It oh, when I was flying up north, I, I loaded on two podcasts. By the time those podcasts were done, we were landing. Yeah, there you go. That's about right. Uh, anyway, I got to start off with uh, the, the corrections department, <laughs> as I usually do. Uh, from the corrections department, uh, I, I had neglected. I, I had said that my uh, that the the new. Um, uh, that the iPhone 5 and the 5S use the old-style Apple uh, uh, power connector, but they do not. They use the old, the new one. The, I meant to say the iPhone 4 and 4S uh, were the ones that were the last phones that used the old-style connector. The uh, big, wide one. Yes, yes. I don't remember why that was relevant, but I made a note for myself to bring it up, and so there you go. Uh, secondly... I had said that you know if I died and all this and Alex had to take over all of my technological technological uh, devices and things like this, that he'd be fucked getting to my phone because he doesn't have a f- fingerprint, whatever the hell. But he can, in fact, just type in the passcode, like full code. I don't use the four-digit pin because that's just no good. Uh, if he types in the full passcode, <laughs> then he can go into my settings and set a thumbprint for himself, and then he'd be able to get into things like my Dropbox. I'd and still Facebook really and like, like it that. if you would also, on top of leaving me your phone and your will, leave me your thumb though, just in case. I feel like that would just. I you know that need, you don't need it, yeah, but I, you know, and maybe I'd like to have it just to have my just thumb. to have your thumb, right. just in case. Well, I, the thing is, just I, in case the passcode doesn't work. I don't know. I mean. I, I don't know if I'm flattered or upset <laughs> that you think I'm going to die in a way that keeps my body parts intact. 
<laughs> it sort of sounds to me like you assume I'm going to go out like in a hail of just drinking myself to death or some kind of weird drug overdose. I don't do heavy drugs, so... Well, I know that. So it's unlikely that I'll go out in a drug overdose, but... It, yeah, no, I don't Drink myself it. to death. I, I, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, just some nights I'm just, I'm just casually drinking, and then, like, you know, like, whatever, I, I get a headache, or I've got, you know, I'm stuffed up or something like that, or when I'm sick or things like that, and I'll take, you know, whatever, NyQuil or, uh, you know, Tylenol or something like that, or sometimes I can't sleep, so I'll take a sleeping pill. And, like, these are all things they say, like, don't mix with alcohol, but I've done it a million times. It's not like I'm taking, you know, they say take two pills. I take half of one. So I'm like, half of one sleeping pill, I'll be all right. Yeah, like, you're lightweight. That's not going to. You're yeah, lightweight. It's not going to kill me. Not when it comes to drinking, but when it comes to everything else, you seem to be a bit of a lightweight. Yeah, for the most part. And, you're, I mean, you know. The few I, times I, I've seen you smoke weed, you're like a one-hitter, two-hitter. Okay, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I don't much. Ooh, I'm all high now. Yeah, I'm not not much of a not much of a weed smoker. No, know, I'm a, I'm a cheap date, I guess, <laughs> in that regard. Yeah, <laughs> Betty. Yeah, yeah. Take you out to the bar, get you some well gin and uh, well gin and uh, tonic. Yeah, yeah. Take you home, give you one hit of marijuana, and then ooh, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, uh. uh I guess I should probably put in the correction now that this is technically because of the way that I set up Ripopolis. Everything is an episode number. And so we did that bonus last week, which would technically be episode five because it got labeled that way. So I should have said this is episode six. I should probably start labeling everything as if this is episode six. I don't count that as a full episode, but the website will count that as a full episode. And I don't want it to get all fucked when I go episode six and you're like, I'm looking at it and it says episode seven or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. Just saying. Um, But a lot has changed uh, in regards to technology and this house in in the – in the one week since we've done Vulgar Tech, we are, we are smarter of a home than ever before. We have, um, the, of course, the Amazon Echo, which we used. Um, we reviewed that day. We played with a little that night, and I think it's been used once since. No, actually, I use it uh, every single day because since we don't have Time Warner and I never know what's going on with the Dodgers, I walk past – every time I walk past Alexa, I go, Alexa, what's going on with the Dodgers, which was the cool uh, – what I feel like we should point out you is... You say what's going on with the Dodgers? Or what's happening with the Dodgers, something like that. You just ask what's happening with the Dodgers? Yeah, and it tells me. Oh, wow. Uh, well, that was what I was, was going to say. What I noticed uh, from the day we got Alexa, just the next day after we'd reviewed it, it could already do a lot more things. So Yeah, they pushed out an update that night. Yeah, yeah it I, at first, I was like, this thing's a piece of crap. I didn't like it very much at first. I'm, I, I'm I starting still, to I, like it more and I more. I still don't think it's very useful, but you know, it was 100 bucks. You know, maybe one day. <laughs> I found that just asking it a question about things doesn't work. Like, hey, Alexa, tell me about so-and-so. Usually doesn't work. If you preface it with wiki, you're, she's basically just reading you the wiki, which is kind of handy, I guess, because you usually will get the answer to your question. I, in a wiki, I, yeah, but yeah, well, in a very—I mean, depending. If you wanted to find out like the name of Muhammad Ali's second wife, you're going to be waiting 20 minutes while she reads because <laughs> he's got a huge Wikipedia page. Yeah, so like you know, that's 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 a long goddamn. You're going to be sitting there for a while, and you're going to be like, "Oh shit, I missed it. Go back, go back." You know what I mean? So it's useless in that regard. I mean, 
you're not really going to gl- glean any information off of something, someone or something reading you the entirety of a Wikipedia page. But frankly, her censoring herself when we curse at her is worth every makes her worth every penny that we spent on her. That I mean, is just it's amusing. It's, it's still not hundred. It's, it's funny. Still funny. I don't know if it's a hundred dollars funny. <laughs> If it's a hundred, I could get a button that I carry with me that makes a, a beep noise like in my pocket, and then I would just every time I curse, start holding that button down. It'd be a lot less than a hundred bucks. <laughs> I'd forget to push it a lot, of course, but you know, it'd be one way to do it. Uh, so we got that. So our smart speaker, if you will, and then uh, pretty much later that day, uh, we uh, installed the Nest Learning Thermostat, which. The best thing about it is that it does the one thing I've wanted thermostats to do since I was a fucking child, which is the annoying thing on a thermostat is you go, it goes, do you want to heat or cool? And I'm like, I don't care. Just keep it at whatever, 74 degrees. When I was in Phoenix, I think I was more of a 78 degrees man, but now I'm more of a 74 degrees guy. Um, certainly in this house, I think in my apartment, I think it was like 76, um, smaller space and things like that, you know, but I would, that's basically all, keep it at 76. I don't give a fuck if you have to heat it up to 76 or cool it down to 76. I want 76. And every thermostat was like, yeah, but heat or heat or cool. (sighs) And so it was like this annoying thing where, you know, in California, it, it, it cools down quite a bit, like at night, not freezing or anything else like that, but it's like it'll be very hot during the day, but it cools down enough at night where during the day, you know, it's 79, 80 degrees inside, and you're like, oh, Jesus, you know, and you kick it down to like 74, 75. And then, you know, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock rolls around, and it's been on cool, so now it's like 70, 71 in your house, yeah. and you're like, <sighs> so you go to turn on the heat, and it's, it's not so bad while you're awake, but then you go, all right, I'm going to bed. And you look at the thermostat, and you're like, okay, it's 75. I'll keep it on cool. I wake up, and it's 68 degrees. Yeah. Or the opposite happens. I go to bed. It's 72, so I kick on the heat. I wake up. It's 83 degrees. Yeah. It's fucking obnoxious. Now, the nice thing about the Nest is that there's a heat cool setting, so it will never get below 72 or above 75. If it gets outside of that range, it kicks heat or cool. That's all. We haven't touched it since. Yeah. Set that, that up. That's what I was going to say. It's, it's kind of the best and worst thing about the Nest thermostat is that once we set it there, yeah, we haven't touched it since. But the worst thing about it is since we set it, we haven't had to touch it since. And so we just keep walking by and pressing the button so we can see it say Casa de Fuck Yeah because – Yeah, it's pretty much that's it. pretty much – that's – the, the thing that there's something about a man. I, I, we are the master of the thermostat. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I got a tinker. I got a Did you download listen. the Nest app on your phone? I haven't. I didn't down. I I did actually download the Nest app. I was thinking about the other thing, but uh, I did download the Nest app, and yeah, it's so uh, every once in a while it's, it's like a little too cold or a little too warm, and I'll just kick it real quick and just, you know, come on, you know. And then once it gets up to temperature, I go back and go, all right, put it back to 72, 75. But once again, it's just you, you never have to touch the actual thermostat. Yeah, no, it's There's great. Something it's great to be sitting in my room great and, and be like, oh, it's a little that. bit cold. Boop. Ah, that's better. Like that, yeah. yeah, it's fucking, it's wonderful. The weird thing, and this is the kind of, this is the thing about the whole, like when it comes to smart home appliances in general. Um, and maybe I'll okay. I'll, I'll the last smart home thing we did. I also replaced our front door lock with the Quick Set Kivo. What's nice about it 
uh, for anybody who's considering getting a Kivo. And they're 200 bucks, so it's like I, I'm not saying that you need to. And certainly if you don't have an iPhone, you probably can't use it. Uh, if you have an Android and you're 100% certain that you have Bluetooth LE on your phone and you're running Android 5.0 or above, then go ahead. Otherwise, and by the way, don't just assume because you just bought. I'll go to that in a minute. The point is, it's kind of nice. It's hands-free, blah, blah, But because it's part of Kiva or Quickset's smart lock system, uh, we rekeyed it for our old keys. So our landlord, for instance, can't be like, hey, you changed the locks. That's against the fucking, you know, yeah. order, which you're not supposed to do. But uh, the, the first thing I did when I put the thing on the door was rekey it for our old keys. So... Essentially works like a regular lock now. It's the same lock as we always had. You use the same key, et cetera, et cetera. But in addition, uh, I have I just use my phone, so I just walk up and touch the lock, and it unlocks. And for I me. have a key fob. And Alex has a wireless key fob, just a little plastic. You know, he just keeps it in his pocket. He touches the lock. It's an RF, right? RFID or RFID, something, yeah, something I don't like know. that. You know, it's I, I'm not 100 percent sure how it works, but yeah, something like. Or what's that. the one they use for quick pay? The uh, yeah, I mean, it's, is a short. It, it, I want to like sh- uh, oh, short yeah, wave or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The same something, thing that it yeah. is for like the key doors in Vegas with the with the swipe things. It's that kind of thing. I I I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I I should look into it. I, I I don't know. It's a key fob. He just keeps it in his pocket. He doesn't have to, like touch the, touch it to the door. He just touches the door with his other hand, and then it goes like, oh, you got the fob. All right, cool. You come on in um now the nest and the kivo connect to each other which was kind of a pain in the ass to actually get it to it wasn't a pain in the ass to get it to work but both sites i go to kivo i go to the quick set kivo site search support and i type in nest fucking no results i'm like okay i go to the nest site i type in kivo and it's all the kivo works with nest mm-hmm. no neither site would tell me how to do it <laughs> finally opened the kivo app and i'm like all right maybe i'll just search in the kivo app under the help document so i typed in nest and it's like, here's how to set up your Nest. I was like, finally, I found it. And the thing is, like, it's a, okay, go to the main menu and then go up to preferences. Now, the annoying fucking thing, and this won't make much sense to you. If you want to have some fun, download the Kivo app maybe, and, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But you push the menu button, and there's a menu that comes up on the left side, which, which is pretty standard. They're hiding the first three or four options on the menu. by You have to scroll up to see them. That's the fucking weirdest thing in the world. Every other thing that where there's more information, you scroll down and you see the more information. They hid this above the menu. So I didn't see that there was a preferences. Otherwise, I would have figured out, oh, there's where the Nest thing is. Because I would have seen preferences and figured, oh, I'll bet you it's in preferences or settings or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But no, because I didn't see it. And then I look at the help dog. I was like, scroll up to, and I was like, really? And I was like, there's no, there's no preferences. I'm looking at the fucking menu, and I scrolled up, and I was like, son of a bitch. And it was actually very easy. I hit the button. And it's like we're connecting to your nest now. Do you want Casa de Fuck Yeah, the lock to connect to Casa de Fuck Yeah, the nest? And I was like, fucking yeah. Casa de Fuck, fuck Yeah. Fuck, fuck yes. Casa de Fuck Yes. <laughs> uh, now, so, so here's where it gets weird with the smart, <clears throat> the smart home stuff. The whole purpose of doing the Kivo Nest connection is that when I leave the house, and, and right now it's just me, but whoever leaves the house with their smartphone that's connected to the Kivo lock, it goes, oh, do you want to set your Nest thermostat to away mode? And it's like, all right, yeah, do that because now I'm away. When you come home, it's like, hey, do you want to tell your Nest that you're home? And I go, yeah, yeah, go ahead and tell the Nest that I'm home. I don't know why it doesn't do it automatically, but that's outside of the point. The Nest is like, hey – we can 
we can have like a set temperature for you when you get home. So I'm like, is it for people like when I lived in my old apartment, just me? <laughs> because that would be really fucking obnoxious. If you, like, if you live in one of those fucking houses where you live with somebody who's an Arctic polar bear and you're more of a sunny beach person and uh, they're like, yeah, I don't want it ever to be above 72 degrees and you're just walking around in sweaters the whole fucking time. Thankfully, nobody in this house is like that. Yeah. We, we all have about the same comfortable temperatures. Um, but I have lived with people who wanted it either really hot or really cold and I fucking, ooh. Ugh, that's, uh, it just... Uh, and so homes are meant to be at 75 degrees, <laughs> damn it. That's what room temperature means. <laughs> um, actually, I, don't, I think room temperature is 78. But uh, anyway, um, if, you're, if it's supposed to set to the thermostat to your comfort level, then every time somebody comes in, it's all of a sudden getting fucked with. And it's like, ah, yeah, it's a nice 75. Ah, shit, Rachel's here. <laughs> Now it's 70 fucking one degrees because the fucking frigid bitch just walked in the room. <laughs> it's usually never a woman who wants it colder. So let's go. Steve comes home. The Brandon. frigid asshole. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon's a frigid asshole. So Brandon, <laughs> the frigid asshole. You're Samantha. And you're Samantha. You like your cozies and stuff. You like your. You, so you want it like 76, 77. But Brandon likes it 71. He comes in. And fucking now it's free Arctic goddamn winter. It's that sort of like, well, so whose home is the nest home? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and they're like, how many nest thermostats do you have? It's like, fuck you, nest. What do you think? I'm Moneybags McGee over here. Got the only one who thermostats. wins is the, the only one who wins is the one who has the iPhone because the iPhone's the only one that talks to the lock and the nest. That's who not wins. not true. The Android could no, do it the as well. The Android. newest Android. Newest, newest. Let me get to that because see, here's the. This is. This is my gripe about Android phones. It's not about Android specifically. It's not a Google problem necessarily. But there, there is a, a, so much variance in devices when, it, when you say like Android. The, the, the basic idea is that there's, there's a lot of there's, – there's shitloads of versions. You know what I mean? There's the – Froyo I think was the first one that was on um, – Froyo whatever was on like smartphones. Oh, maybe I could be wrong about They're that. They're all named after desserts, which is kind of weird. Yeah, and Apple names theirs after cats or used to and now they're naming it after like famous locations in California. You know, whatever. Really? But they didn't They didn't name iOS releases after. They just named releases after the fucking number. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, Lollipop is the new one. Lollipop's really nice, actually. It's got, they use what they call material design, um, which is, uh, it's a very nice looking uh, interface. I, I, I dig it, personally. Um, the problem is, okay, our friend Justin bought a, was it Galaxy S6, am I correct? S5. S5. It was not an I thought he Five. I thought it was like a brand Six new one. Six isn't out yet. Oh. Okay. Five well, is the newest one. Well, let me see when the Galaxy S5 came out. Um, uh, let's see. Announced. I think it was announced in February of 2014. Yeah. It was a now, it's, it's been out for almost a year now. Oh, okay. Well, I, I thought it, he was like, yeah, this phone just came out a month ago. So that's why I was like, maybe it's the S6. I think it was the watch that he got that just came out a month ago. No, he was talking about his – okay. The point yeah. – my point is that, okay, his phone is running Android 444. You can see that was released in October 31st, 2013. 
The S5 was released late February 2014 or 2015. Yeah, no, wait. Let me see if I got this right. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2014. S5, late February 2014. The, the version of his phone, of Android, his phone is running, was released uh, the October before that. So, what, four or five months, right? Yeah. Now, uh, Lollipop came out, uh, the original version, 5.0 Lollipop, came out in November 2014. So basically a year after the last one, essentially. Okay. From 4.4.4 to version 5 was about a year. Yeah. Almost A little exactly. bit over a year. By four days. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, meanwhile, like probably the S6 will probably run at Android 5. Uh, the annoying thing is that he doesn't have a clear upgrade path from 444 to 5. His phone could technically work with our lock, so I could send him a key to our house so he could finally have a fucking key to the house, which we've been meaning to get him <laughs> since we've moved in here. Um, but I don't know how to do that. Like, I don't... I know that there's... I mean, he hits software updates, and it's like, there's no updates. And I was like, oh, what a fucking surprise. Samsung's not going to update your phone to the newest Android. Because, as I've described before, Google says, hey, here's a free operating system. Do what you want with it. You can, it's open source. Do whatever. Samsung was like, woo! There's two browsers on Justin's phone. There's Google Chrome, and there's one that just says Internet. Guess who makes the Internet browser? Fucking Samsung. Samsung. <laughs> but guess which one he uses? Google Chrome. As does everyone I know who has an Android device. Well, not everyone, but most, most I people. Use my, I use the Internet feature. Yeah, well, you don't really download apps, though. But if you if you care about your, I wouldn't say most. I don't even know why I said most. But okay, slightly more power user ish. Somebody who who spent an extra thirty <laughs> seconds would be like, I'm going to grab Chrome. Um, That's fair. And they're going to use that. They're not going to use Samsung's shitty built in browser. Um, now, there's no way to like get rid of that. You can't just go, okay, delete Samsung's default thing you have to root your phone and upgrade it manually to google stuff which means you lose all of samsung's uh customizations which may or may not matter i don't know what those entail i don't know if that would make it so you're like oh shit now i don't know how to use my phone i haven't a clue i have no idea clarification though because when i open up my internet thing uh on my phone the standard one uh Mm. it has incognito mode which I thought was a Google thing. No, that's every browser has that. Well, I know they all have that, but it's the same symbol that Google uses. It's the same name that Google yeah, uses. Yeah, because it's part of the Android operating system. Google provides icons for you to use throughout the internet. Okay, uh, that, that was... So that you can go like, hey, so you go, oh, that's the incognito button. Because you know what that looks like. Okay. Google See, provided I've, that icon. So that's part of the whole open source as well? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, everything in Android. I thought like it was just, just the OS. Well, that's part of the OS. The OS is like a series of interfaces and windows and, and APIs and back endpoints and, and uh, uh, hey, do you want to access the camera? Hey, do you want to access the microphone? And blah, blah, blah. And it's a set of interfaces and hey, icons. Hey, you want to access the internet? Hey, you want to not store this to your cookie? Use the one we use, which is incognito. Okay, that makes sense. No, I'm just they're just saying, you know, if you want to use this icon that everybody recognizes, feel free. Yeah. You can do what you, you can do whatever you want. You don't have to use that, but you know, yeah. Essentially that's the it's just annoying because he doesn't have I don't know how to get him onto Android five. And I also don't know if he would want that. Like I don't know if he's just so used to using Samsung interfaces because he had the same phone that you currently have. 
and now he's on a different Samsung phone. So the both of you know the Samsung Android interface. Yes. I don't know how different that is from stock Android. And I, I mean, if it was you, I would just be like, here, let's root your phone. <laughs> but it's him, and I don't know what he's going to want. I don't know if he's going to be pissed if I was like, hey, here's how we could do that. You know, Let's spend 20 minutes and fix your shit. I don't know. No idea. But it's annoying because you buy a phone. You want to update the fucking thing. You, wanna, you don't want to just be stuck with the same software. I mean, Android, the operating system, has grown by leaps and bounds since version 4. Yeah, I've heard that and the I mean, new Lollipop I don't is even, pretty awesome. I think your – how long have you had your phone? Oh, I've had this thing. This is going on a year and a half. This is a Samsung Note 2. I, I can look at my preferences, but I, I'm pretty sure that yeah, I Yeah, if you check your settings, I'm, I'm going to bet – Settings. I'm going to bet you're on ice cream sandwich, actually. I think you're probably 404, maybe 4.1 something at the latest. I'm trying to applicate no default application now. Yeah, I'm betting I'm betting ice cream sandwich on this one. Come on, not accounts. Oh, wait, no, jelly, jelly beans seem to be the more popular one, and that was a fairly popular phone. About so device. Uh, device name, model number, Android version 4.4.2. Oh, wow. That's actually not too bad. So four point four. So I'm actually running uh, KitKat. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And you've had that since uh, before 2013. Yes. Okay. Well, so then the, you then they they did op- update your software then. Yes, they. Do. I nice. do remember having a. All right. a well, then a, I guess it's possible, however unlikely, that they're working on a 5.0 version for Galaxy S6, and then they'll push it to say Ruppel's phone. Maybe, maybe it's possible. If you're on, if you're on a, an older version or a newer version of Android than what shipped with the phone, because you had that longer than October 2013. Yes, this phone I got uh, July two years ago, I believe. That'd be July 2013. Yeah, and you're four four two. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Four four two was December 2013. So, yeah. Well, woohoo! Yeah, so so I guess that, I mean that's that that that's good. I'll, I'll I'll as a correction then. That's good that they they do upgrade your software like that. It's annoying that you have to go through Samsung to do it, but it's good that they are in fact because there was a big thing for a while where they were not up. They were not like oh, it just won't run on your phone. Well, yeah. what I think it is, uh, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Android puts out the update, and then Samsung gets their hands on it and goes, "Okay, let's figure out." if we want to let our customers use this update or not and then make our own adjustments to it. Yes. So after the new software comes out, it will usually be at least a month, if not months, before oh, you get – Yeah, it's six months to if a year. At all, yeah. that you'll that, that upgrade will actually make it to your phone. Yeah, yeah, that's about right, yeah. So you, they happen. You just don't get them when they come this, out. Unlike this, Apple where once they update the software, if your phone can run it, your phone now has the update. Yeah, if you this if has you press, to go, go from and it, yeah. Android to Samsung to your phone, so from there's, Google, or yeah, sorry, from Google <laughs> to Samsung to your phone. So there's more steps that it has. To yeah, do. yeah, exactly, and that's and that's my that's my number one. This, that's why I would not buy personally would not buy an Android phone. I don't like somebody getting in the way between me and the software maker. Like yeah. you know what I mean? If I don't gonna, want. I don't like the idea of somebody jumping in the middle and going, "Hold on, let me install a couple things real quick." Yeah. It's, 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 it's same. It was, it was a, a huge thing that uh, when Steve Jobs uh, got back to Apple, like when he uh, – and he, he canned a bunch of the – he canned third party uh, or uh, 
third-party Macs, essentially, non-Apple Macs, clones as they were called, from running you know, OS whatever, OS 8, I think it was at the time. Uh, he was like, nah, nah, no more of that shit. But another thing that he did was was like, uh, you guys are installing crapware on people's <laughs> computers. You're installing, like, I fire up a Mac, and it's like, this is a shareware trial of Claris Works or whatever the fuck. And he was like, no, we're not, we're not doing that shit. And that, uh, that's, that's fucking extremely common in the Windows world. You know, if, if yeah. Windows comes pre-installed on your computer, there is definitely not just stock Windows on there. There's going to be, like... You know, something uh, a, some a, other version. antivirus trial software. There's going to be a trial of this. There's probably going to be a custom web browser on there. It's going to be all kinds of crazy shit because that's how they they. Apple's get, they a get hot. A Apple's a hot, sexy woman. That as soon as she comes in the room, she's like, "Hey, you want some of this?" You're like, "Yeah," and she throws the condom on and you get to work. Whereas with Google, it seems like Google's a hot, sexy woman. You're like, "Hey, let's get it on." She's like, "Cool." Uh, my buddy over here, Samsung, they're going to put the condom on you. They uh, might. Have a couple upgrades to the condom. I'll have you check out, see if you like that. And you're like, okay, but can't we just get to? No, 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 because we have to go through right, their. They right. put the condom on, and then right. you have sex with me. Right. It's like I don't. I just want. Can't we just have sex? It would. Uh, yeah. Similar analogy. Very, very. Uh, the only tweak I would make. I think it's a good analogy. It would be like if you're in Vegas and you're talking to a hot chick who genuinely wants to have sex with you, and she's like, "Listen, we can totally fuck." But like I have to at least make it look like I'm working, so you got to go through the agency, and then <laughs> here's my here's my code, so you can request me. And you're like, ah, so much work. <laughs> now I got to go through the agency, and like she has to come in a special outfit, and you're like, oh god. And she's like got this. She's got a form for you to sign, and there's a security guard in the corner watching the whole time. And she's like, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I just... And you're like, fucking. I just wanted to fucking put it in your butt and call it a day. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have to. I have to sign off on the butt pro- policy. You know. Whatever. Oh, you wanted butt stuff. Oh, uh, hold on, yeah. Morris. Morris. He did want the butt yeah, stuff. Meanwhile, meet her. You know, when she's off work three hours later, and it's fucking butt stuff central. It's just <laughs> woo, woo, yeah. butt stuff. So you know, if you could beat up the security guard, then you get stock hooker. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> the analogy falls apart. It, 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 wait, no. That, that's what rooting your phone is. Rooting your phone <laughs> is beating up the. Uh, <laughs> That's beating up the security the, guard. Disabling all security cameras. Or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, essentially that's the thing is I would think uh, uh, if you wrote your phone and install stock Android 5.0, maybe we'll get, maybe that will, that'll be a weeky pro- weekend project for us. We'll we'll go ahead and do that to your phone. We'll, yeah, that's right. We'll, I, we'll root it and we'll upgrade it if we can to 5.0. I'm getting rid of this phone in a couple months anyway, so let's, let's root yeah, away. Let's root it. We'll find out how – I'll find out how difficult it is to root and just turn it into a stock Android phone. Hopefully you don't lose any of your apps, but you don't really give I a shit. I don't really give it that much of shit. I can, re- I can reinstall ESPN. Yeah, you're almost de- you almost definitely don't have any data on there except for like let's say your messages and shit. Not really, but, yeah. you know, I don't know how much you keep track of it. I don't think it would require like deleting like any of that. But, you know, um, that is, that's another convenient thing on the iOS is that everything gets backed up to the to the cloud, as it were, like every night. Uh, Google has a cloud now as well that they use. Yeah, but does it back up everything on your phone? Yes. Exactly yes. as it is? Oh, well, then yes, perfect. Great. And then you're in no danger of losing anything. Yeah. That's it, what I was hoping for. I wasn't yeah, sure. I wasn't it sure. does. Yeah, they, I, they, they just call it you know, the data sync cloud or something like that or the oh, nice. Google yeah, cloud. Well, I think they just call it the Google cloud, actually, after the – I iPhone. mean, I know Google Cloud Drive is a thing, but I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's a service for Android like that, and they probably 
probably have a name for it. I just don't know, again, if that only applies to stock Android or if it would work for, let's say, a Samsung phone, things like that. Yeah, that is the – I do not know if once I root it, if it doesn't communicate because it goes, you're not Samsung, you're something else. Right, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'd be curious to – well, we'll find out. You know, we'll 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 run your phone through its paces. and. See if we can get it up to – if we can get it on 5.0, then This maybe. phone might be a little you too old be. for 5.0, but we can – I'm, I'm sure it'll try. run it just fine. I mean it's not that – you know. Yeah. We're not talking about too much crazy shit. I don't know if it will work with the lock because it also requires like the, uh, the, the newer Bluetooth. Bluetooth yeah. um, like a, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's not super fast. It's super low energy. It's a Bluetooth LE I believe is what it's called. So it's like – it's like a. Why does this energy efficiency have anything to do with a lock, though? That's because it doesn't need much energy, and it, your phone needs to always be ex needs to always be emitting that signal. Uh, and if your phone is using regular Bluetooth, it can't always emit that signal because it would drain your battery. Uh, That's my understanding. I, that might be in the Department of Corrections next week when I find out that I'm totally wrong about that. But that was my. That's my understanding of it. Uh, the, there is there is going to be an upgrade to the Kivo lock soon, and there's some controversy about it. Uh, I don't personally think it's a big issue, um, but there's a thing called Kivo Plus. It'll be a service. It'll be a little box, as you can see in this picture, a little service that connects to our router so that we can, instead of having to send people keys to their phone, we can just send a key to like the router or something like that. Somebody could text me or text you and be like, hey, I need a key or I need to get in and I could hit a button and it'll unlock the door remotely through the router, which is super convenient. Even if we're not home. Even if we're not home, yeah. And we could also check, of course, you could check on your phone, like, is the door locked? Yes, the door is locked, you know, which is, that's what you want. You Plus know? we have the webcam so we'd be able to see who's at the front door. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't, I haven't looked at that thing in a while. I need to get a better one, like a drop cam or something like that. Drop cams are great. Oh, that was a cheap one that was, I think, given to me when I bought my phone. Yeah, I mean, so it it's like not bad. free come-along gifts. You know, it's not bad. I just forget that we have it. And so, I mean, I have the app on my phone that, that I can look at the thing. But I turned off the notifications, so it's probably filled right now, like thousands of clips of people walking to the door because <laughs> it automatically saves you know, a clip when, some, when, there's, when there's motion. So I got, God only knows how filled that thing is right now. It's been months because uh, we installed it around Halloween, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so where the controversy comes in is because they're charging 50 bucks a year for the service. And people are saying, yes, but there's smart locks out there that do already do all these things that the Kivo Plus is purporting that it's going to do on top of that. So, like, how dare they, you know, charge or whatever. I I don't really care. Like, in my head, you bought the product you bought. And when somebody says, hey, we've got something else on top of that, they're going to, you know, you didn't lose anything. I, I do understand. Knew, I knew. It. I knew what the product did when I bought it. If you're gonna, if you're gonna go, hey, we have this enhanced thing on top of that that works with your product for fifty bucks a year. What's it? Four dollars a month? Well, the, I think that's. Yeah. I think that's where the upset is. People go, hey, if I want to upgrade this, let me buy the upgrade and own it. I got to pay fifty bucks a year. It's for the service, but you know, yeah. And they yeah, give you the, the little, service, but they give but the you the service little box is just a connection to your Wi-Fi, which you should already. I, no, I no, do it's understand a, that anger. It's it doesn't seem like such a. It doesn't seem like there's much quote unquote service. No, to there's it. a ser- there's a central service. There has to be a central server that keeps track of all these keys and shit. They can't just do that through your router. It's a central service. Why, why can't why it, it currently the the Kivo the Nest. And the Echo are all using a central service. They don't have a fucking server inside of them. 
They all connect to – in fact, if it happened to me the other day. If you go to connect to the Nest and Nest's API is down, which happens like five minutes out of every week, you can't, you can't change the temperature from your phone. It's going to go, no, sorry, site's down. It happened to me literally like the day after we got the thing. For about five minutes, I couldn't couldn't connect to the Nest. Yeah, I could still walk up to the thermostat and change it, just like I could still use the quick set lock. I could still just go up and turn the key or still use my smartphone and blah, blah, blah. But the part where I go, hey, send so-and-so a key, that has to go through a server. And they I, have to keep track of I it. I guess I figured that that was just going through our own router. No, it doesn't. Have, you remember, it doesn't have a Wi-Fi connection. Um, the Kivo doesn't. The Nest does. The Nest has its own Wi-Fi uh, connection as does the echo but the kivo does not have a wi-fi connection it's just a dumb you know bluetooth lock essentially okay that's all it does i do remember when you were updating it you had to hold your phone next to it and send it the yeah. update so i was sending it an update over bluetooth which is like a very slow file transfer uh service or uh, method so yeah it doesn't unfortunately yeah it doesn't have that and that's what i'm saying the other smart locks tend to have like their own wi-fi and they have a lot of these other features but what I bought the, the quick set for was like they make locks. Like I'm not talking about you know okay yeah sure you're you you nerdy little company that made a you know smart lock cool great for you but what do you know about making locks? That's that's step one number one for me. What do you know about making locks? Yeah, you can make computers and shit. Got it, got it. But can you make a fucking lock? Can you make it bump proof? Can I rekey it to my current key? You know what I mean? <laughs> These kinds of things are fucking – these are kind of important. That's why I bought the lock that I did. I'm not saying that, that there's not a better alternative. The one that slips over the back of the deadbolt is also probably a, uh, in some ways a better option because everything works as it always did. But now there's a little computer behind it turning the deadbolt on You seemed a little skeptical at first about the ease of rekeying. I did, lock. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know how that works. I thought that it was – I thought you put the little metal thing, the little metal – uh, smart smart lock key into the key lock, but you don't. There's a little uh, on it, all. You can find it on any quick set lock. If you look at a quick set lock right next to where the key is, there's a little dent in the thing. There's yeah, a little, little tiny slit. hole. Yeah, little slit. That's where you put the little smart yeah. lock thing. And I was like, oh, that does make sense. Once I noticed that, I was like, oh, okay. Now I see what you're doing. It's just basically un you know unlocking or whatever the mechanism yeah. that says, okay, this is the new key. We'll remember this key now. Instead of the old key. But you seem very skeptical, though, of uh, the security in that. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Because it, it, it's, it's, it was ridiculously easy to rekey our lock. Mm-hmm. Well, because the thing is they say – and yeah, this is still a, it's still a valid point and it's still a – I'm not exactly sure how one gets around this. But their whole thing was this way if you like had a bunch of keys out there. And I, <laughs> the way I'm thinking it is that somebody uh, – probably the, the, the request they got to the corporate office was like – Listen, my ex-girlfriend still has the key to my house, and um, I got a new girlfriend now. And <laughs> what do I do? And Quicksilver's like, oh, you can just rekey your lock. You take this little metal spudgy and stick it in this, and then voila, it's rekeyed, which sounds great. Very convenient. Great. Now, you're, uh, now your new girlfriend is you know, secure from your old girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, what I was concerned about is that it talked about putting in the the, the uh, old key. Yeah, you put in the old key, put in the little metal spudgy thing, turn it halfway, take the spudgy thing out, 
pull out the the old key, put in the new key you want it rekeyed to, and then turn it all the way, and voila, it's rekeyed. Something like that. I may have gotten part of the steps wrong. But the point is, I'm ex-girlfriend. You just rekeyed. Well, let's say you didn't even rekey your lock. I'm just ex-girlfriend with a, a working older key. Now, I walk up to your lock with this little metal spudgy, and I just change your lock to whatever key I want. Now, I'm the only one in the world who has a key to your house, and there's no way around that. Now, you're fucked. Yeah. Because you don't know what that key was. She doesn't have it. Maybe she threw it in the bottom of Lake Erie. It's like, go fuck yourself, yeah. John, you know? But what, what was better when we actually did it was that you have to have both keys in order to rekey it. Ah, but you kind of don't. Our current key, right, which is our old key, if yeah. you will, works right now in the lock. But if I stuck this key in there and the little metal spudgy and rekeyed it to some fucking other key, whatever key I wanted, I'm the only one in this house who has the new key. And you're all fucked. Well, yeah, I, 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 I have the key fob. Haha. <laughs> but uh, yes, theoretically, I get what you're saying. But... As long it, as you have the in, key that currently works the and the little the metal ex, spudgy is what I'm saying. In the scenario of the ex-girlfriend situation that you're talking yeah. about, what my question is with these locks is, uh, okay, I gave you a key. Uh-huh. We, we broke up. Yeah. Okay. I, you bastard. I rekey my house because I'm scared that you're a psycho who's going to come okay. over and start uh-huh. throwing shit around yeah. my house. You rekey it. We're end of discussion. The security's fine. It okay. works there. So you wouldn't be able to come up with your old key and rekey it to that without having the new key. Yes, correct. That's, correct. That was the only yes, question correct. that I had. It was more um, – I probably shouldn't have started with the ex-girlfriend analogy. <laughs> but it was more that literally anyone who has your house key also then has the ability if they had the little other metal thing, which I'm sure Quickset sells for like 10 bucks somewhere. I mean it's, it's, it's eight cents of metal. So, well – Home Depot might sell it. In fact, you might not even need that. You could probably use a fucking nail file or any number of things that fit into that lock. It's a small chunk of metal. It's not like it has a code on it or anything. It's just a piece of metal. So what I'm saying is anyone with your house key could take that metal thing and rekey your house. Uh, that bothers me. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Okay. And I now I've just told everyone how to do it. So, Well, mm. thankfully, we have a smart lock. So having the key to our house really means nothing because we can always get in. But Yeah, this is true. And I could always – well, I couldn't always rekey it. That's the bitch of it. I couldn't rekey it. Now some asshole out there has a key to the house, and I have no way of changing that. I couldn't rekey it. Okay. Yeah. I well. mean, I guess you could call a, a locksmith who can put like a blank in there and get an impression and tell you exactly where – and make a key out of that, which I guess is something that locksmiths can do. But uh, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's a weird thing. But um, it's also possible that the keys that came with the lock will always work or something like yeah. that. Or I don't now, would know. Would you pay the 50 that. bucks a year oh, absolutely. to do this? Yeah, because you've got, uh, you've got activity monitoring. I can send keys. I can unlock the fucking thing from the router. That's a big deal right there is the amount of times that you and I are out to lunch. And say Justin very commonly comes over. Yeah. And he's like, guys, I'm here. And we're like, uh, we're just finishing up lunch. We'll be there in about 15 minutes. And he's just standing outside the house for 15 minutes. It'd be so much easier to be like, all right, you're in. Go ahead. Yeah, that would be a lot. And, then, it, and then my phone would alert, hey, uh, your, so, phone, your door just got unlocked. You know, you unlocked a door. Okay, the door is closed now. Do you want us to turn the Nest thermostat back on? <laughs> <laughs> do you want us to set it to away? It's 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 nice. It's a it's a nice thing to have, and you know, again, fifty bucks a year, and the little the little gateway, the little thing that connects to your router is free. 
if you if you sign up for a year. Okay. So, so I don't know. I'm into it. You know. I don't know when it's supposed to be out spring 2015, which is you know fucking now. Yeah. But you know. Whatever. No news on that. Uh, I'll be curious to see. I, I'll be. I'll be excited about that personally. Uh, <clears throat> moving along, Apple Watch news. It comes out in two days. Theoretically, it comes out. <laughs> Not really. Um, they've been. They sold out in. They sold out of all models in under thirty minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you're so. I don't know why you're so giggly about this. Because that's so fucking ridiculous. They sold out of every fucking one they made. There's a country of tiny little fucking eight-year-old boys somewhere in Taiwan who've been making these for a year and a half, and in thirty minutes, like you guys haven't made enough. Okay, we sold all of them. Get the fuck on it, guys. Get those little fingers working because they're all sold out. <laughs> I mean, the little child in that store, when they walk in, they're like, we sold all of them. Make more. Ah, oh, fuck. I thought I got like a month off now. Now that it came out, they had to sell them for a bit and we'd find out what the popularity. The popularity is everybody wants it. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, everybody has forgotten that first-generation Apple products are very often not a good idea. <laughs> but uh, since everyone seems to have forgotten that, uh, go right ahead. Buy the Apple Watch. I'm sure it'll be awesome for, you know. What I, what I think about is like when, when it's like certainly specifically with first-gen Apple products because they're always like – they always seem like a big fucking deal right away. And then like two years later, you're like, oh, you remember that first-gen? Whew. Yeah. What a shit. What a shit, shit show. Oh, that was <laughs> fucking Christ. Um I always like think about like in 3 maybe 4 years you will be with somebody in their garage going through boxes and find an Apple Watch. <laughs> and you're going to be like I remember when this was the hot shit. <laughs> I remember when people were lined up around the fu- you couldn't get sold your hand out in 30 out minutes. Yes, do you remember that that three days before it was available for sale, the nearest you could get it was late June, <laughs> which is the current shipping date, June thirtieth. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, so those poor you know Asian kids. Like, oh, 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 <laughs> let's weep for them. Um, I think Apple does have a policy against hiring child workers, but don't quote me on that. Uh, I know they've been trying to make more things in America. I don't think this is one of them, but, uh, you know, Mac Pros are made in America. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's certain level. Certain models of iMac are made in America. Uh, some iPhones, I believe, you know, so they're, they're ramping up production in America here and there. Um, but yeah, yeah, predominantly China, probably not children, but still, yes, people working their fingers almost literally through the bone <laughs> and jumping out onto suicide free safety nets, uh, <laughs> and sold out in 30 minutes. Yeah. That, it also means that there are, there are people in this world who were like, that's it. I got 12,000 done. I mean, when they, they walk into the production model. floor where there's the 100 people just standing in a row assembling I, Apple Watches, and that dude comes in and he's like, so we sold all out, out of all of them in 30 minutes. How many of those people do you think just threw their arms up in the air? Like, fuck it. Uh, what, what are we doing this for? God damn it. Not even making that good a living, and now I have to work even harder. 
Well, I'm sure that I'm sure they were working harder regardless. I mean, I don't think it changed. I also don't think you tell them, hey, guys, guess what happened? I think you don't say anything. I think you just go, all right. Because you know that half your workforce will literally commit suicide. Well, that's why they have the nets. <laughs> I mean, you do know about the nets. You know that I'm not being facetious. Yes, I do okay. know about the nets. Some people, I've, I've mentioned that before, and they giggle like I'm making Like, could you imagine? I'm like, no, I don't have. It's literally a it's thing. A thing. <laughs> At Foxconn, where Apple makes its products, they have nets outside the windows on every like every five floors, so that if you're trying to jump out and kill yourself, you'd be caught in a net, <laughs> like a spider's web, and then they fish you out or something. I don't know how they get you out of the net. But. They fish you out and make you go back to fucking work because I mean, you have the Apple watches like, to build. God damn it! I, I gotta feel like if I if I worked at a building that had suicide nets outside of it, I would probably quote-unquote commit suicide, like, daily. That would be what I'd do after lunch. That'd be so much fun. Yeah, I'd just go on the roof and be like, ah, boink, all right. (laughs) (sighs) Because you probably get, like, a day off and some counseling. Yeah. Like, every time. They're like, all right, were you trying to kill yourself? Yeah, totally. I was totally trying to kill myself. All right, take the day off. Here's here's a free lunch ticket. We'll also get you some counseling for tomorrow and a massage. All right, see you on Tuesday. Yeah, but that's in America. In China, I think that yeah, I know. I think, they, you, I think, you I think the work. net just lifts up and dumps you right, like in <laughs> like in Empire Strikes Back in the Cloud yes. City, where he stops in the tube for more than three seconds and he just goes, "Oh fuck you," and just dumps him out into the fucking antenna. I think that's probably what happens. He's just like, ah, 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 I'm on the net. Ah, damn it! Damn and it. Just like, it just shoots you right back into your chair, and you're like, oh, "Son of a oh, bitch!" Tomorrow I get you. I get you tomorrow. Um, so yeah, that's that's a thing that happened. Apple Watch sold out in thirty minutes. There, somebody did a a, a minute or two with the Apple Watch um, on Vimeo, where the guy was like, he's a watch freak, and he was comparing it. He's like, I wouldn't wear it as my only. I wouldn't throw away my Rolex for it, but it's you know, I'm glad I've got two wrists, which is basically you know, it looks neat. It's a lot of there's a lot of neat stuff to it. But uh, let me go over. Uh, let me see here. Because I got there's like a main kind of big discussion I want to have, but let's go to like some littler stuff real quick. There's a uh, company working on a robot chef, uh, aiming for a 2017 release that cooks up to 2,000 different meals with the tap of a button. It's got little robotic arms on it and hands, as you can see there, and it takes a list of ingredients and it cooks everything for you. And uh, the idea is that they would be able to program the thing and then you would – sort of like an app store. You'd buy recipes and download it to your thing and it would make it for you. Thoughts on the robotic chef? It's kind of <laughs> cool but um, you know, they, my girlfriend Sydney, she works uh, – she sells outdoor kitchens and barbecues and stuff like that. And they have this thing that – it hasn't come out yet, the smart grill, mm-hmm. which is – uh, it doesn't robotically do it for you, but theoretically, you tell it what you want to cook. You tell it the doneness that you want. It preheats the grill, says drop it on. Okay, now flip it. Okay, it's done. It'll remember uh, last time you cooked it and say, did you like the way we cooked it last time? Do you want us to make it more done, less done, more any of that stuff? Does it, do, does it, it flip and everything? It doesn't or? flip it for Okay, you. all right. So you still do have to manually do that. That seems the easiest thing. <laughs> Just whoop. But yeah. All right, all right. But when I heard that, my first instinct like this, I was like, ah, cool. And then my second instinct was, I like cooking. Yeah, I do too. But I also, my, I mean, you know, when we first got into this house, we were cooking fucking every night. We yeah. haven't cooked a meal in this house in probably a month. Yeah, it's been a while. 
You know what I mean? Crazy. It's, it's, it's a bit we, we need to cook tonight. Yeah, I would like to. Well, not tonight. I'll be away. But, yeah, yeah. And tomorrow night I'll be away. And Friday night probably we all have shows and shit. But yeah, sometime soon, <laughs> which is the exact. What are you doing tonight, yeah. Mitch? I am. Uh, I'm going to go see my favorite band in the world, Faith No More, ah, Wilton. Yeah, yeah, and tomorrow yeah. night I'll be doing the same goddamn <laughs> thing again. Because goddamn it, when somebody says I have a some tickets to Faith No More, I say, fuck yes. I want them all. Give them, <laughs> I to, give sat, them unto me. I, I've no, I have to amend because I said earlier that uh, you'd only woke up before 9 a.m. I have my own correction to do because I said I'd only ever seen you wake up before 9 a.m. for an Apple uh, special, event. special event. No, you woke up just as early to buy Faith No More tickets when they announced that they were doing another day. And mm-hmm. I sat with you in that hotel room as you kept refreshing the page every 30 seconds till it said that you could buy it. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, I, I, so yes, mm-hmm. I have my own correction. You have woken up early for another yeah. thing. Faith See? No More. See? There you go. <laughs> and I also tried five months prior to that to buy the first two days, and they sold out in like 15 minutes. Wow! I was like, God, Faith damn. No More sold out faster than the Apple Watch. Amazing. <laughs> far fewer tickets yes, than there yeah, are Apple far, Watches. Far. But yes, um, I, I for me the weird thing about the details, Apple Watch thing details. is like there's so many there's so many different versions, so many variants. There's the watch, uh, there's the watch sport, and there's the watch edition, and then there's like ten bands for each of them. And so, you know, I guess my question, my question with this chef thing, though, is it so encompassing around your cooking area that you'd be able to have a manual setting where you're like, yeah, but I want to cook tonight. It looks like from just watching this video, it basically just looks like it's a robot arm or maybe two robot arms. Yes, two robot arms. So I suspect you could kind of, you know, move it in and out of the way of your oven if you needed to. Uh, I'm not real certain. I mean, it seems like there's a lot to do. You can't just have it stir a pot and voila, dinner's ready. Does, you know yeah, I mean? does it does it cut? Does it? Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of steps to cooking, but I don't know all the details on what it does. This this little video that we have here is is it's not, just it's stirring a pot. Yeah, it's just stirring a pot. Which yeah, okay, whatever. I can make a pot. Stir. Oh, it's adding uh, some olive oil. No, I think that's – is it all – look like white wine or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I don't see any cutting or chopping or anything else like that. It's just setting temperatures and stirring a pot, which, you know, whatever. I'm sure you could get it out of the way, but also the kind of people – it's weird because the kind of a person who would be able to buy one of these when it initially gets released is probably the kind of person who could also just buy a private chef. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. Like if it's you know ten grand or something like that, and you just got ten grand to drop on some shit, you could just fucking hire a personal chef. You know, I'm not saying a live in personal chef, but like there's personal chef services and shit like that. You know, if you wanted every week for an hour a week somebody to come and cook you a meal, it would be way less than ten grand a year, way way less, probably five grand a year. Yeah, but this is on demand and three yes, meals a day if yes. you theoretically want it. That's right. Yeah, so that's I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. I I I, I probably would not want it either. But, but at the same time, you know, kind of convenient. If I could build, text, if I could text my kitchen, hey, I'm kind of feeling like some fucking spaghetti tonight, and it's like done. Do you know if you can uh, do manual? Uh, what's the word? Manual recipes? Like, can I tell it a recipe? I don't know. Can I go, okay, here's the recipe, this plus this plus this, cook it like this, 
can it can it just do that, I, or do I, you have to I just buy pre-made ones? I haven't a clue. Because it seems like, from what they're saying, it's only pre-made recipes. I think the kind of person who would want that doesn't know things like their own recipes. <laughs> and that's not to you know rip on them. I'm I'm merely saying that I think that if you're going if you're going I'm going to buy a robot chef. I think you're also like I don't I'll burn mac and cheese. <laughs> I I feel like um, there I do want to briefly discuss. The Star Wars digital release on iTunes. They they released all of the movies, all all three of them, and then the three holocausts. Um, the fucking you don't the, even admit the that they blight you won't even system. say that they released all the, six. You go, they the, released all the three. The three, the three, the three Star Wars movies, and then the three fan fiction. Uh, <laughs> The three fanfic attempts. Wait, what about that uh, that bullshit uh, animated Clone Wars series? Yeah, I don't know what that is. That that doesn't. It's also fanfic. It's, okay, you know, <laughs> also just, fanfic. Yeah, just a fanfic. Listen, it's all right. Fan made movies are perfectly okay, but they don't count towards the canon. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, we had discussed last week. We talked about Amazon suing. Uh, companies who were allowing uh, uh, making fake reviews for products, yeah, five star reviews and so on. And we talked about sort of reviews in general on anything, any kind of store or digital, you know, whether digital medium, things like that, where you have also the issue of people who have one stupid problem with the thing that has nothing to do with the product, and they rate it one star. Yeah, and you're like, I wanted it in blue. All right. Great. Understood. But does it fucking work? Whether or not it's blue has nothing to do with whether it works. It it was broken when it got here. Okay. Not my fucking problem. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it arrived. Okay. So so demand a refund, wait a fucking week, and then write a review. Yeah. No one needs to hear fucking Bob123 from Topeka, Kansas, a fucking opinion about a broken item. No one gives a shit. No one's on their fucking heel. Did Bob123 from Topeka talk about it? <laughs> no one gives a shit. That's also the guy who has a Twitter profile and he follows like 15 celebrities and has three followers and they're all like his cats. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like made up other accounts that he's got and he still fucking tweets seven times a day and it's mostly to those celebrities with his opinion. Opinion, and every time they so much as say anything resembling something he thinks that relates to him, he favorites it like over and over again and then replies 15 times. That's the guy who does the one-star reviews. However, I want to know your opinion on this. There are a lot of people who are giving the, uh, giving the movies there, the digital releases for the, for the, only, <clears throat> the only trilogy – uh, one star because they are the re-release, super digital, fucking you know, remaster. Not you know the not Han shooting first ones. Uh, Greedo's shooting first in this yeah, new release. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. Now I feel like that's fair. They're not. They they are talking about the product. They're saying, hey, we're rating this low so that you don't expect that you're going to get the Star Wars you remember as a child. That's a I that's a really fair argument because I remember when you uh you have that special special uh yeah the despecialized versions yeah the despecialized so it's the highest quality video that we can get yeah but it's the closest to the original cut yes of the film yes 
makes me cry every time. And that was when I didn't <laughs> so good. I I didn't know what the difference was until I watched that version. Mm-hmm. And I will admit that that it there's something different about those recut versions. I don't like. Uh, Greedo shooting first. Han shoots first, and that was, I don't like. The, I don't like Han Solo talking to Jabba the Hutt in the fucking hangar bay when he's trying to get on the board of the Millennium Falcon. There's yeah. a reason that scene was cut from the fucking film because it's a pile of shit. It's yeah. a shitty, shitty scene. You didn't need to remake it digitally and put in a fucking walking, talking Jabba the Hutt whose eyes bug out because Han Solo steps on his tail ac- awkwardly because Jabba the Hutt was never supposed to be a big worm creature. And they yeah, they digitally raised him because he didn't really step up. Yeah, in he the just shooting. walked some through. dude who was dressed. He was like he was some dude, Jabba the Hutt originally when they shot him. He was just a mobster looking guy. Yeah, and he looked he, like you know, and he was wearing like an old Renaissance crew. outfit too. Yeah, well, I mean, he was a, he was a digital stand-in while they were working on figuring out what Jabba the Hutt would look like, but they never quite figured that out. And they were like, "Fuck it, we'll deal with it in two movies." When there's a whole thing about Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, you know, or I don't know if they thought that at the time, but they were just like, "Let's not even bother with this Jabba the Hutt. We'll just talk about him. There's no reason to show him. It's too much money. We don't know what he looked like. It, fuck it." Yeah. And then, yeah, then they put in the – go on YouTube sometime and check that out. The Han meets Jabba in the hangar bay. Oh, my God, it's terrible. Uh, yeah, e- examples like that. Or like, you know, just in the – fucking when they get into Tatooine, and it changes things because they get into Tatooine in the original fucking theatrical version. Uh, it's a shitty fucking, you know, town, and it's, you know, yeah. it's desert, and there's, you know, it's – and he's like, you will find no greater – focus of scum and villainy you know and um i probably fucked up that line but i know that there's scum and villainy is in there um no greater something than the wretched hive of scum and villainy something like that um but uh uh it is it looks like a shitty little town and then they go to the cantina bar blah blah in the fucking remastered ones there's like little toys walking around little robots and stuff and then there's like these two alien things playing grab ass and it's it's kind of fun and festive and there's yeah. like other people around and it looks like just a regular bustling town and it's like well now you've ruined the whole mood of them going to this shady part of like this shitty town into this fucking bar that you don't you don't want to be caught dead in that yeah. bar man that just fuck the simple you up. fact i always talk about the han shooting first thing and I it changes the plot it changes things so much because han solo is a bad guy yeah he's a he's a streetwise smuggler he doesn't trust you know the government he doesn't trust yeah. law Who and would order shoot a dude he yeah. thinks might be here to ill him that dude doesn't have to strike at him first he's a guy who's like now nah, this dude is about something bad i'm going to take him out before he takes me out yeah that's that how was he got who han solo yes. was he wasn't the dude who went oh you shot at me boom i got you ah, i'm faster than he wasn't that guy yeah he shoots him and he fucking leaves a tip for the bartender and he's like sorry about the mess like that yeah he's a badass stone cold killing motherfucker and so yes over the course of those two movies he fucking breaks he becomes a little bit nicer. He comes a little bit more, you know, like a friendly, emotional, yeah. whatever. He's like, oh, I got friends now and stuff. Like, I got oh, I I'm not gonna. Like, that Han probably wouldn't have shot first. But, you know, that's, that's Han many years removed from the first Han that we see. It changes the whole character arc of Han Solo. It, dis- it Disney-fied Han. Yes. It made him, yes. it made there no chance that Han Solo is a bad guy. Fair or unfair that people are rating it one star? Uh, I think that's fair. I think that's completely fair because I there's a di- there, it's a different movie. Yeah, 
And if you're saying that, oh, the original Star Wars released digitally, I would have taken that as the original Star Wars, not what uh, – not the George Lucas master, uh, be using big air quotes. Yeah. That's apparently now what the uh, Star Wars is, the original three, or whatever the George Lucas current master is. Yeah, yeah. That's well, where I go. My understanding sometimes is sometimes we have to s- save art from the artist because this artist is almost killing his own art. Well, that's I mean, okay, there's two parts. For one, I, I my understanding is that the Disney deal was that Lucas still retained rights to actual Star Wars films. Yes. Uh in the deal as far as he decides what they're allowed to release. Yeah. Which means we got to wait for that guy to die before we can fucking see the goddamn movies as they were goddamn meant to be. Do fucking they have seen. a despecialized version of the other two? Yeah, original. Yeah, I have those. Okay, I have all. So three. in that in the third one is in Jab- the Jedi is Jabba a puppet or digital? No, no, he's the puppet. He is the puppet. He's the puppet, okay. and the original songs are in there. Isa, Isa. That one, that song is in there. Wow. Not this you. thing where they fucking come out and there's like that one chick who dances in the middle and she's like, boom, <laughs> and her fucking lips all get all huge. And you're like, what the shit is this? Yeah. Fuck you. Um, that shit is gone. Yeah, it's, 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 it's so glorious because it's, it's, it's so, just so it's weird the, that uh, I could talk to a young Kid, like someone who's 15, someone who's in high school right now, uh-huh. who doesn't know that Jabba is a puppet mm-hmm. and really honestly thinks Han doesn't shoot first. I don't know if there's anybody who doesn't know that. <laughs> I, a 15 uh, year old, I feel like after know. watching that, inter- I'm saying, I'll bet after you- watching the interview on Jon Stewart, where I saw how many people didn't know who the fuck Edward Snowden is, I believe that most younger kids do not know that Han shoots first. I'm saying, I, I'm, I get what I'm, I believe. Okay, that. I'm saying that if they've never heard, if they've never even seen the films, I feel like they would say, "Oh, you mean the Han shoots first thing." It's just culturally something. I mean, it's on T-shirts and posters. It's culturally it's relevant thing. for us. No, but I'm saying there's enough. There's enough references to it out there. Like there's enough. You know, I don't know. Today's 15 year old. They're on the internet a lot. I feel yeah, like but that's that whole thing where I go, I oh, know. maybe they go, oh, I've heard that. But what does that even mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they know what it means. I'm just saying they know. Maybe they've heard the phrase yeah. "Han shoots yes. first, but they even go, what does that even mean? Oh, is that like? Is there something going on? Like Han who? They don't even like, – they might not the even Wrath, know it's a Star Wars I've never reference. seen the Wrath of Khan, but I know about Khan! <laughs> like I know about that, but I've never – I have no idea what that movie's about. I don't know what that scene's about. It doesn't really matter. Um, but uh, – well, So my, in that sense, that's where I, I would ask you a like, question? What's oh a bigger uh, – what's a bigger affrontery here? Uh, the fact that the – that Star Wars released the specialized versions digitally – or the fact that their relaunch is being done by the same guy who relaunched Star Trek, which is supposed to be Star Wars versus Star Trek. Which is more offensive? Which is more of what do you mean it's supposed to, to be Star, for, Star Wars versus Star Trek? It's always been Star Wars oh, versus Star Trek. Oh, I see what Trek. you're saying. The same guy is doing both. Same guy is doing both. I don't, that both doesn't, it makes, uh, I'll, I'll let, he can do whatever he wants with it. Okay, right? so you're I'm, more I'm, offended by I, I don't. Yeah, the, the, I'm a, it bothers me because... I mean, it's funny because the South Park episode of the, you know, the raping of the, yeah. that was on the other day. So mm-hmm. I was watching part of that. And they, they made the point that I've made many times when I've tried to argue that like, no, you don't get to, I, not so much you don't get to, but it's, 
like art. You know, if you release art into the world and you're like, hey, check out this artistic piece and whatever the fuck have you, uh, I should be able to enjoy that like forever. To go back and say like, oh, no, I actually fucked that up. I'm going to do a totally different thing with it now or like a whole bunch of different things with it is you're doing a great disservice to that original piece of art. You're trying to sort of rewrite history and you're changing what people fell in love with. You're sort of saying everyone who loved it originally was wrong. Like you're saying, you guys were all wrong about that. I really wanted That's this a good pile way to put of shit. It. That's actually true. So on, on, and then on top of that, I can't enjoy that art that I always wanted to now, and I can't share that with people because I have to go tracking down some fucking forgotten VHS tape or some shit. Thankfully, yes, I have the despecialized version. So, whew, the amount of women I've met, you know, because I, I date young and uh, that have, <laughs> who have never seen. Who have never seen a Star Wars film, and and I'm like, and I'm I used to be surprised, but now I go, no, I understand. Probably because every time you've said that, somebody goes, uh, well, I'd show it to you, but you, but I can't show you the fucking movies that I fell in love with because they don't fucking exist. I can now because I have those despecialized versions. Which, by the way, if you've ever bought any version of Star Wars on DVD, VHS, anything like that, you are within your legal rights. To download the despecialized versions uh, from a torrent site, free and clear, they oh. cannot throw you in court for that because you bought it. Because you own the rights to view that footage, because right. you bought a copy. Okay, good. It, seems, it's, it would be the same thing as me taking those DVDs, putting them on my computer, and then cutting out scenes I didn't like and watching that at home. You, That's not illegal. You made a very, and you also, you, I remember you made a very big point when we finally got our home entertainment system mm -hmm. set up our 10-foot projection screen, mm -hmm. you would not let anything be on that screen until we had put on the despecialized Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I had to show... I had to watch either the big Vader-Luke showdown in Jedi. No, or, no, no. We watched, or, we watched the run. I was saying. Or, or there's the... Or, yes, or there's the run. Uh, watch the, the Death the, Star run. There's the two of them. There's the trench warfare in the first one, and then there's trench warfare in, in, the, in Jedi. Uh, or, of course, just Han shooting first. But usually, yeah. The, even though a lot of people shit on Jedi, there are few moments in all of cinema that are more like few – like I mean just a few minutes of movie when Vader and Luke are fighting in front of the Emperor – that whole scene. It bothers me that they keep cutting away to the Ewok battle. I'm like, no, no, just stay here. Just stay in this moment. I just want to live in this moment. I want to fucking – I want to be one of the one of the Imperial guards in that room just in the corner with my red helmet and the fucking grobe and the staff and just be, like, just be sitting there going, this is so, so awesome. This is so fucking cool. This is fucking awesome. These are the fucking – all of the, the rulers of the universe right now are all in the same room fighting each other. This is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> like, I hope those helmets had little cameras. I'd be taking pictures. Look at this. Fuck. Oh, this is so fucking cool. Would you be periscoping it? <laughs> yes. I'd be like, you guys have got to see this. Check out my periscope you, right you now. Know the, guy, the rulers of the universe are totally fighting. You know the guy who runs everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yelling at his protege to kill his own son. This is so fucking cool. <laughs> And his protege is sort of torn because he wants to kill his own son, but he also sort of loves him. And his son is getting angry at his dad, which would make the fucking ruler of everything. Like, you know, that would become his new protege. He's trying to get his old protege killed so that the new younger hat model could be his new protege by killing his own father. This is the coolest thing in the world. Walk battle. Back to this again. Like, 
that fucking oh, I love that in the and the music. Feel the eight flow through you, and it's just <laughs> young Skywalker. <laughs> I'm afraid the Death Star will be completely operational when your friends arrive. <laughs> oh, God, I love everything about that scene. Yeah. Uh, they didn't really do much to the specialized ones when they when they redid it. They just added a couple more flashes and shit when the uh, when the and the uh, lightsabers touch. But yeah, I do think I, I'm with you. I do think it's fair to uh, to shit on it and give it one star because we are talking about the actual product here. And um, and people should know, hey, that Star Wars you love, this is not that Star Wars you love. <laughs> so you really think that it is a worse Star Okay, here's question. You had never seen Star Wars growing up. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend you never saw Star Wars growing up. And, I know. Shudder, the <laughs> Shudder okay. at the thought. I suppose. And the first Star Wars you saw was this specialized version. Han shoots second. Uh uh, Job of the Hut is a cartoon rather than a puppet. Well, wait. Uh, the big are you mouth saying thing. like I'm an adult who's never seen it, or are you saying let's suppose I was born a little later than I was, and my first exposure were the? Let's special go with versions. the second one. Of those. Okay, all right. Is, I, do you not love Star Wars? I I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. I don't know that it ruins the films in the way that you know, blah blah. I don't think that it would make it so that it doesn't I'm, ruin the films like one through three did. Yeah, yeah, one through three are just terrible, terrible films. But I don't know that it would ruin them for me if they were. If that was my I first. Two was okay. Two is the only of the new three. The two was okay. the fucking one that was just about them dating. Clone Wars, it was so yeah. dumb. And it killed the children. Oh, <laughs> Everything about that movie sucked. Everything about all three. The thing is, you want know to fucking want to. Oh God, I did this the other day. Do this to yourself if you have if you have a moment. Um, I remember shortly after high school, maybe it was my senior year in high school. Like the big thing when people were showing off, like the power of of a computer or like. Um, or maybe the size of a screen would they was they they'd grab the the highest resolution of the Star Wars Episode One trailer, which at that time was like six forty by four eighty. Holy Hot shit, damn. motherfucker! And they'd put this full screen, like uncompressed HD or not HD, uncompressed QuickTime video up. And that trailer, I mean, I'm I must have seen that a hundred fucking times before the movie came out. It was just everywhere. Like everybody would be. Have you seen the trailer? You know. I watched that trailer again recently, and I was like, "God, it looks still looks like a better movie than when I saw." And that's why I'm really weird about. Yes, the two trailers that have been put out for the new Force Awakens look good. I'm not going to say they don't look good. I'm not going to pretend that I'm not a little bit like giving them maybe excited. I'm I, not going to pretend that it doesn't look like he did the right thing. However, I have been burned like a motherfucker before. <laughs> That episode one trailer, and if you've never seen it or you don't recall, do yourself a favor and go back and look for the episode one trailer because the way it starts is just fog and then this creature comes through the fog and it's like every story has a beginning. Every hero has a rise, you know, or whatever the fuck it is. And it's just fucking. There's it's a great trailer. There's not a whole lot of dialogue in it. It's a, mostly just like shock like the and new awe. trailers. It doesn't give you that much story. It just yeah. lets you know, hey, new Star Wars film. Hey, look, new star, look at all these things you don't know anything about. Isn't this crazy looking? And uh, yeah, it was fucking like, oh my god, 
Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, but, I think as a child, I don't think that it would have – I don't think it would have ruined the films for me, no. But I I, I do think that it would be – there's a part of, of me – What in the news trailer? Uh, I mean, it's weird. It's just weird. It's weird pandering because it's not Han and Chewie. It's Harrison Ford. <laughs> And sure. You know what I'm saying? Oh, come on. When I was a kid and I didn't know who Harrison Ford was, it was Han fucking Solo. But now it's not. Now it's Harrison Ford. And that's not, that's no one's fault. It's just, I don't have that mind anymore. My mind goes, oh, Harrison Ford. He's looking pretty good. Harrison, I, Harrison Ford's back in Star Wars. I felt like, I, I, I didn't see. I agree with you that it was. Now, now, I agree with you it was you, pandering. I've but only, I disagree. I think that he could still play. I've Han only Solo. seen Mark Hamill in one film that was not a Star Wars film, and it was him uh, in uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah, basically play, w- holding a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Well, shaped like a, a dick, a bong saber. Yeah, but, wasn't that? The, oh I yeah, it was. It was a, so, uh, so I think if I because I know he's in the film. So when they show Han Solo, I think I might be like, oh, my God, it's fucking Luke Skywalker. I don't know. I have no idea. Well, the voiceover in it is Mark Hamill. Yeah. And so I'm, but I'm saying that I haven't seen Mark Hamill in shitloads of other things. I don't see interviews with Mark Hamill that often. I can't even think of the last interview I've seen with Mark Hamill, in fact. Okay. But, like, you know, I was at Comic-Con the year Harrison Ford showed up to Comic-Con with Jon Favreau. I saw Harrison Ford with my own eyes. I've never seen Mark Hamill or Carrie Fisher in real life. I, I see how Peter Mayhew in real life. I shook Peter Mayhew's hand, but he wasn't wearing fucking Chewbacca So what you're saying so. is Han Solo has only been ruined for you because uh, Harrison Ford had the audacity to have a career after Star Wars. I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> – I'm, I'm not blaming. I'm not, I, like the fact, it, I like the fact that the dude had a career. He's a great actor and a, an American treasure. We, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far I as to say like great actor, but he's, he's certainly great, an American treasure. He's a great actor. He doesn't get a lot of great films. He's a great actor. No, um, but uh, I feel like this, this is totally off the subject. But I this is probably like a comedy bit that I need to throw into my act. But it bothers me that like other countries have a thing where they can knight motherfuckers, and so now we gotta call, now we gotta call Sir Sean Connery and Sir Paul McCartney. We need a thing here where we just go like you are a badass motherfucker. And then we just now every, now we, their middle name becomes motherfucker or motherfucker. So it's I've, like Harrison motherfucking Ford, Al motherfucking Pacino, things like that. So we could be like, oh no, he's been motherfuckered. And then <laughs> I feel you know what I mean. It would just be so because because then we'd have because we don't have anything like that in this country. There's no like oh your country honored you by giving you by making you a motherfucker. Like it's a huge honor to be like knighted by the queen, and you're not. You don't get like a costume or anything. You just now you're sir, whatever the fuck. That is fucking awesome. We need that here. We need motherfucker, and it should be allowed for women. That's fine. Helen motherfucking Mirren. Yeah, goddamn. Well, Helen, I think she's Dame Helen Mirren. I don't. Already. Yeah, but whatevs. I mean, I, I, we should be able to knight people from other countries. Helen too. motherfucking Keller. You know. Yeah. What? All right. Yeah, she's a badass too. <laughs> Carrie motherfucking Fisher. I don't know. I'm you. You. I would first of all, I'd motherfuck the whole cast of. <laughs> I know that Alec Guinness got fucking knighted, so he was Sir Alec Guinness before he died. We should fucking bring that. He's Alec motherfucking Guinness. 
I'm just saying we need something like that. Steven Spielberg has been knighted, but he could be Sir Steven motherfucking Spielberg. That's what I'm saying. And of course we'll do that to Paul McCartney. Yes, Sir Paul motherfucking McCartney. Yeah. It's, I mean, because look, no one doesn't know what that means. When you go like, holy shit, Paul motherfucking McCartney, you're not going, you mean Paul down the street, Paul, his last name is McCartney? <laughs> no, one, no one doesn't know who you mean. That's the whole reason you put the sir in front is to not only pay respect, but also so you go, oh, that that's Sean that Connery. Sean Connery. Right, right, right. Not the dude who works at the grocery store who I saw S. Connery on his name tag, and I asked him what the S was. There's, was like, Sean. There's probably 500 Michael Jacksons in America. <laughs> and I'm not talking about, like, the Michael Jackson impersonators. I'm saying Jackson's a very popular last name, yeah. and Michael's but a very popular. But there's only one Michael f- motherfucking, motherfucking Jackson. That's what I'm saying. So that's where you put the motherfucker. All right. Al Pacino would also get motherfucker. So you would motherfuck the entire Star Wars cast? I, I yeah I guess so sure fine let them all I mean <laughs> I don't know like like Warwick Davis Warwick motherfucking uh, uh, Wicket Davis because he played Wicket the Ewok oh uh, yeah what, uh, who's the... I don't know I I don't know about all I'm saying okay you have to motherfuck okay. the Emperor he was in all six films okay the the main characters on screen at the end of A New Hope when they're getting their medals all the characters that get a medal. Plus the character who gave them the medal, get motherfuckered, which is <laughs> Peter Mayhew, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, um, whoever was in the R2-D2 suit, uh, whoever was in the C-3PO suit. I'm sorry I don't remember their names, the two of them, and uh, Carrie Fisher. They all get motherfuckered. Okay. And George Lucas, I put it on a, I'd, I'd hold it out to him. I'd be like, you get this motherfucker if you give me them originals. I was about to ask, so would you so you would not motherfucker George Lucas just nope. off of principle? Well, I feel like well, cause that's the thing, because if you motherfucker somebody, sort of like when you knight them, you're saying, I approve of all that you have done in life. Uh, you are a shining example of a human being. And I'd be like, listen, shining examples of human beings give motherfuckers what they've been wanting for years. You want to see the largest payday you'll ever have, Mr. Lucas. Just whisper the words theatrical originals. On I would have. Uh, here's. I would like have agreed with you. Sh- I mean, I'm talking. They would sell out faster than the Apple Watch if he said theatrical originals on Blu-ray. Just a whisper. If Amazon took a pre-order for it, he would. He'd be making those Blu-rays from now until the end. Everybody would. You'd go to somebody's house and you'd be like, "This house is not complete without those Blu-rays." You would say that. To, you'd be like, "You're not a full human until you've got those." But don't you think George Lucas? Gave, he. Here's the. In my mind, he redeemed himself when he. Now sold off Star Wars to Disney. <laughs> I, here's the, who he sold it to killed me, but the fact that he sold it, I was like, good. I was kind of happy he sold it because I think that he finally realized that people were upset with what he was doing with it, and he went, "Well, this everybody loves these stories, so let's see if some of the better storytellers of today can do a great thing with what I did a great thing with 35 years ago." Or almost, yeah, thirty five something years ago. The original. I'm trying to think when the original was seventy uh, seven. Yeah, the original so came out. Thirty would be two thousand seven. So yeah, I guess thirty five, almost thirty seven. Yeah. yeah, whatever. So and that isn't that kind of giving people what they want. Finally, stepping the fuck away. I know he hasn't given us. I know that it's upsetting that the digital release was 
you're the also version. asking, but you're also asking me to ignore the plight of those first three. I mean, you know, the thing, it's that annoying thing that he does that he's been doing since fucking. But him selling it is admitting he fucked those up. But, but he's, he's done this thing since Jedi where he's like, finally, I can sit down and work on my little art project films that I've wanted to do my whole life, but I've just been too darn busy. And people were like, cool, great. Waiting on that, buddy. Wait, still waiting. Still waiting for those little art house films you're talking about, buddy. Still fucking waiting on those. Yeah. Well. And okay, and yet still still not here. And he fucking talked he did it again when Disney bought Star Wars. He was like, "Well, now I can finally you could have always finally. What what who's bothering you for more Star Wars shit? <laughs> Believe me, no one is bothering you. And and theatrical originals just Look, I could just you could just give them to me. I'll take them. I'll give, I'll put them in the right hands. We'll duplicate everything. <laughs> you don't in fact you should not be involved in any way whatsoever. Just just here's the thing that I know for for a weird sort of fun little fact. And it it make it oof, it upset me for many many years. But now I have the D specialized version so I'm kind of okay about this. But I had a friend years ago who worked at one of the THX offices in Los Angeles. And um when they were doing the uh, main DVD release, like the the big one that they did, you know, in 05 or whatever it was, I think. Yeah, I think it was in 05 or late 04. When they were pre- prepping all that and putting all the shit together, she worked for them. And she told me that the guys in the back or whatever, you know, the guys working on it, while they were going through cleaning up this footage, putting everything together, blah, 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 kept everything and had their own de-specialized, high fucking full HD, all digital. They didn't even put it on discs. It was just like on... It was just a file. Like storages, yeah. So we're just talking raw fucking, like basically 4K footage. Yeah. They have those. These, these, this group of guys, just amongst themselves. And I was like, oh, could you get me a copy? And she was like, I might be able to. You know, I know the guys pretty well. Like, And I was like, oh. And... um like about a month before they finalized the DVD thing, uh, some executive or whatever had to send in a, a auditing team to make sure that all the files were correct. And somewhere in there found remnants of their work and fucking gone. Oh. I know. So it was done. <sighs> but that also means the guys working on that definitely have those copies. Yeah, def- almost definitely have at home. They're like, let me show you something no one's ever seen. Wow. 4K theatrical release Star Wars. Wow. Click. And you're like, oh, it just came. <laughs> like all I heard was ding. And you're like, ah. Ah, six more times. <laughs> I just need a bucket. Can I just get a bucket and I'll just sit on the bucket and jizz into the bucket? I'm going to need a fresh bucket. <laughs> By the time Han, sh- Han shoots first, I'm going to need a second. Because I'm going to fill that bucket up just with Han shooting first. I'm just saying, like, it bothers me that he is. I'm, I'm not saying he's a terrible human being. I'm not saying he's like a fucking evil bastard, whatever the fuck. I, I get it, okay? The guy. They did rape Indiana Jones. <laughs> I mean. Listen, it's just it's upsetting. I love Indiana. See, that's the thing. For you, it's Star Wars. For me, it's Indiana Jones. Yeah, I'm more Indiana did than it, I am how, Star but he, Wars. But he didn't change those, did he? he? Thankfully, he didn't change the first three. 
I still defend the fourth. Uh, here's the thing. I'm the person who defends the fourth, but... Um, he did a terrible disservice to I, his, I, his legacy yes. by doing the fourth, yes, I, but he didn't fuck with those first three. Yeah, I, I ignore the monkeys and the swinging uh, that Shia LaBeouf did. Uh, I, uh, there was only three Indiana Jones movies. I don't know what you're talking about. People <laughs> seem to have this weird... Like like fucked up history in their head where they think there was more than three Star Wars, more than three Indiana Jones, more than one Matrix movie. I don't know where anybody's getting these ideas. <laughs> I'm with you on that. There I mean, I, I don't know. Movie. I don't know where people are coming up with this shit. I'm here to set the record straight. There were three Star Wars movies. There three. were three Indiana Jones movies. And, there's one and there was one Matrix film. I don't know. And everything else that you think that you saw is a, is a fanfic. It was just a fan made movie you know interesting for what it was but it's not the movie you know maybe one day we'll get a second matrix but you know i i wouldn't hold out hope <laughs> and i i it remains to be seen it's amazing that they got the original cast to star in those fanfic films which is... I mean, you know they were desperate for money anyway um fan-made films man they come a long way you know everybody's got a you know everybody can digital edit a movie at home on their own workstation it's very easy you know it's 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 simple really and they explain how the whole first one was made. So people are like, oh, that's how you do bullet time. Got it. Get a bunch <laughs> of, I'll, I'll get on Craigslist, buy up a bunch of digital cameras, put them in a circle. Fucking done. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Who couldn't do that? Yeah. Easy. And then, yeah, you just get a couple of the you know, guys from the original and then you fucking digitize the rest. And bing, bang, boom. There you go. Build a mile and a half of freeway. Done. I am. <clears throat> I am. I'm. I'm not sure what this next Star Wars film is about. I don't know that I. I. I I, I I don't know. It's I, I just have so many I have so many emotions ranging from I could not give less of a fuck to like please be good to like eh, to like why did they do this to me to like why are they putting me through this roller coaster to I have too many feelings about it. Are um, you scared going into the theater for this new one? No, nah, because I I said my I think I said it on straight riffin. In fact. I, I I've said officially many times that I don't officially recognize it, and that I have zero hopes of it being good. Okay, my my but that, that my feels official, like something you're just saying to protect yourself. I mean, I'm not like it, I'm not know. like emotionally invested in a story that I, have I no, think that that's a lie. You can say that. I'm just saying that <laughs> I, I think you are. I don't need more Star Wars. I don't. I'm fine with what I have. The despecialized versions are all I ever wanted. I just wanted high-quality versions of the theatrical originals. I have those now. I'm done. I'm off the Star Wars table. I don't, I don't need any more. So I'll go to it with the, this is probably going to suck, but let's see mindset. But if it's, but if it's great. But if it's great, then Are I'll there go, now four Star Wars films? Yes. Then there will be a fourth Star Wars film. That, that's my question. But I don't, I don't have any hope of it being great. I suspect... Here's what I suspect will happen. I think across the board, let's say a year after it comes out, I think across the board the general feeling will be my, – my, my theory, estimation, uh, whatever you want to call it, my uh, prediction. There was the word I'm looking for. My prediction is a year after it comes out, the general consensus will be it's a lot better than it could have been. But it's not the original three. It's not, that, it's, it's going to be the end of the sentence. It's oh. a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Okay. That's fair. It wasn't a shit movie might be another thing you'll hear. 
I think it will not be a piece of shit, and I think it will be better than as bad as it possibly could be. Okay. <laughs> so I don't care. That's like, not holding I, up I, a whole lot of hope. No, because why would I? I've been burned thrice. You must have a new hope. No. Uh, no. Uh, They're trying to awaken the force in me. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It, I, I don't know. I, I would, I, I, my official guess is that it's, that I, it's not going to be any good. It's easier for me to think that, so I don't have any hopes. I, I, I lost all hope, really, for anything exciting in life after uh, episode one. It was like it was like a, a huge part of like my soul just died. Like I, I did walked see out a whole I, new because uh, everyone recuts the Hitler yelling at. Uh, no, oh, yes, yes, yes. I yes. saw a new one of those after the Force Awakens trailer came out of him yelling about uh, about the. It's it's a good one. I mean, I don't. I'm sure. I'm I don't. Sure. I do like some of those. those are funny. Some of those aren't. Uh, my but, favorite uh, one is still the uh, the grammar Nazi one. Oh, the grammar Nazi one is good. I he's do like, like he's like he's like my God, who cares which finger I point with, and like with which finger you point, sir? And he's like, Jesus, you guys are like some kind of grammar, like secret police, or like <laughs> what am I thinking? Like a like a force, like a like a whole, like almost like a military police that does terrible, terrible things under a monarch rule. Uh, like something like that, but you're, but for grammar, you know, it's just, I thought that was, <laughs> it was pretty well written. Some of them yeah. are real shit though. I just did when like the moment, the new, the new one, you know? uh, it is, it's just the moment where my, he goes, my personal, if you have seen those first three shit films, get out of here right now. My personal favorite remix is this one. If you haven't seen it yet, um, Matthew McConaughey watching the trailer. Have you seen this? No, I have. This is really, really good. This is a perfect mashup. It's so perfectly timed, too. Because face, when it, you know, it shows the Star Destroyer turned over and he's kind of smiling, he's like, all right. <laughs> all this right, is gonna all be right, all right. This is going to be okay. This is going to be good. It's going to be, be good. good right here. And then he starts crying a little bit when he sees Darth Vader's mask all <laughs> smashed up. <laughs> shaking, crying. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah, so I'll skip ahead to the end because the end, of course, is the best part for for both the trailer and Matthew McConaughey's face. We're home. <laughs> so that I'll I'll put that up in the links. We I was going to talk about something else. It was a slightly longer subject. I should have known not to even mention Star Wars. Otherwise, the whole episode would be about that. It's not really uh, I'm even sorry. About I thought this was it's the okay. big subject. It's okay, it's fine. I have no problems with it. And why, why can't we also be vulgar geeks? Um, there we go. Uh, but we we got. Well, <laughs> just move the other subject to next week and uh you know we got we got some stuff coming up next week uh, can we prelude it so i can at least know what it was uh or is it a secret it's not like a secret it's it's about um the the very idea of ownership um in the digital age where companies are saying well you don't really own that because it's our software and you know so on and so forth so you can't uh. fuck with it and it goes all the way to John Deere tractors, who is trying to prevent anyone from so much as working on their own tractor when it breaks down on the farm. Um, 
and disabling the computer and things like that. So, oh, okay. so they're saying, you don't actually own the tractor to work on it. That's us. And I wanted to have a discussion about that and the various ramifications on both sides of it. I didn't just want to say like, ah, oh, what a bunch of dicks. And no, I do, like the, uh, so, I do like the... Um, so that'll, that'll be a discussion uh, for next... Uh, we don't have time for that. Today. No, that's a, good, that's a good discussion. We'll have that next week. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, it's been a pleasure. If you, uh, y'all at home in the Riffopolis, the Riffolonians, uh, have anything you want us to discuss uh, tech-related or apparently sometimes geek-related, although don't go into comic books. I know nothing about them, and I don't care. I do. Um, but that would be Alex. He'll be starting a podcast called Alex Talks Way Too Much About Comic Books and No One Gives a Fuck. Look out for that in 2000, <laughs> 2016. Never. It'll, be a, uh, it'll be a solo podcast. It'll be three episodes long, and you'll never hear an episode, and I will cancel it silently, and he'll wonder why the episodes don't publish every time he hits update. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you can uh, hit us up on riffopolis.com, R-I-F-F-O-P-O-L-I-S.com. And uh, just click the little, uh, you know, podcast thing and click Vulgar Tech and you can, you know, contact me or Alex directly through there along with all of our social network stuff. You can also find me on Twitter, R-E-V-M-I-T-C-Z, that's Cat Zebra, or at my website, R-E-V-M-I-T-C-Z or R-E-V-M-I-T-C-H dot com. And you can hit Alex Mandelberg up on Twitter at A-M-A-N-D-E-L-B-E-R-G. Got it right this time. Yeah, first try. First. Worst time. fucking Twitter handle ever. Thank you so much, Riffalonians. We'll catch you, you next time on Vulgar Tech.